Welcome back to Shit Talk. This is the preview for week four. I'm kind of in shambles again. You didn't tell me we were starting the uh, the video here. Um, yeah, your team, I mean, Brian had a really good week, but you also had a really shitty week. So I guess you're in shambles, but I still like I, your team. I would like to say that I hate Rex Burkhead. And... Everyone gave Brian shit for not picking up Mike Davis, but he picked up Rex Burkhead. <laughs> Fine. So, and, and the uh, defense and, you know, just fuck me. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brian had like the best week I think he could possibly have with his roster. And I know, I know we shit on him last week and then he went off, but I mean, still Mike Evans had two touchdowns from one yard out. That's just unlucky for you. Rex Burkett hasn't scored three touchdowns his entire life. Um, Colts defense, two pick sixes. That never happens. And Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, but 50 points is an outlier. So you got fucked. You got fucked. Well, let, let's, talk about, let's talk about getting fucked. Okay? Let's talk about it. Okay. Steve Zink got fucked. Yeah. Clyde Edwards-Claire outscoring uh, Justin Tucker by two-and-a-half point, or like whatever it was so that it was a two-and-a-half point game is absolutely brutal for, for Zink. Yeah, I don't even remember what happened. All I remember is Sunday night I checked, and Zink had like a very comfortable lead. So I was shocked when I checked again on Monday and Boots was going to win. Um, yep. So, yeah, he got, he got fucked. You and Zink, I think, were the biggest – fucked up of the week yeah I, I mean I only put up one-on-one it was a bad week but I got fucked yeah um uh Charlie had another off. week you yeah Charlie and week. Charlie and Parker went off um John had a good week it wasn't great it wasn't wasn't terrible uh, I thought he was gonna score a lot more fired. all all the cylinders were firing he had a solid week he did what he needed to do to win that's that's just how he's always been. He just knows what he needs to do to win. So I think that kind of sets up this weekend where you play Boots, two teams dying for a win, although Boots did get one. Yep. Um, but he needs to win more than that. He got lucky. Mm-hmm. And then Brian and 0-3 Jeff. Jeff, I mean, this is, this is win or go home time. Yeah, I was. I, you took the words right out of my mouth. The winner go home is is exactly what this week is for Jeff. Let, let's start there because I do think that this is the most irrelevant game of the week. Um, even though Jeff is fighting for a win, uh, his first win. I don't see much in this game that that really makes me say, "Wow, this is going to be something that's going to be fun to watch." It's you know um, what it is? this game yeah. is the Thursday night football game. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, I think that's actually a pretty spot on. Um, yeah, I Brian, he's got to prove it again. Two weeks in a row. I don't think he'll do it again, but he proved me wrong last last I'll, week. I'll tell you what. Th- this happens almost every single time. It's it's like the the post Adam curse. You'll he played me. He put up one fifty four. He'll put up seventy seven points this week. <laughs> I. I, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. And Jeff might not break 100 and win. That's my bold prediction. Jeff the is thing not about Jeff's score, team. Jeff is not going to score Jeff's points. Jeff is not going to score 100 points, and he is going to win. Yeah, um, I think he will, but I see what you're saying. Jeff has a good team. He's got good running backs, 
good tight end, mm-hmm. good receivers. Like, he should not be 0-3. I'm not saying he's one of the better teams in the league, but I, I think I'm going Jeff here. Yeah, I, I'm just off of Brian's bandwagon. I mean, you say that Jeff has a good team. He's put up the least amount of points in the league by far. Yeah. By far, nine points. But, like, he, he hasn't looked good. His team looks good on paper, but the Eagles suck. And his guys just haven't all been able to put it on at once. He's also had the most points scored against him, though. So, I mean, yeah, he's gotten I, unlucky. He, he's gotten unlucky, but he also hasn't scored that many. We'll see. We'll see. It's still – I mean, I it's, give Brian credit. He responded to our criticisms, but I'm not going to pick him this week either. I mean, it's a prove-it game for both of them. For, for Brian, it's prove-it to see if he's legit, like you said. And for, for Jeff, it's to make sure that he dra- – I mean, he needs to prove it. So – if this game could tie, it would, but it's not going to. It's going to be Jeff by about six points, and it's going to be like 96 to 90. All right. Um, should we go to the, the next uh, winner go home game? Not that it's as bad, but. No, no. My game against. Very similar Boots, game. My game against Boots is winner go home. The only difference with this one is, is that I could see both of us putting up some points. I. I like both of your teams. I don't hate either one. Um, I will say this for you, though, as I pull up, as I go to your, your page here and I pull up your schedule. Mm-hmm. You, need, you need this game because you need the next two games because you have Boots and then I believe you have Jeff. Um, yes, yeah. you got those two guys in, in a row after, after having I Brian. The I go through the gauntlet after Boots and Jeff. I know. So you need these two because you're playing Brian, Boots, Jeff in a row. You know, three teams that we're not super high on right oh, now. And then and I you already you, lost one of them. I have you, Parker, uh, Nick, John, all in a row after that. This is a must-win game. And then Charlie after that. So, yeah, yeah the heat is on. Yeah, the next, the next – if we look five weeks from now, this podcast, I'm going to be pretty upset. So – I think, you know, maybe not necessarily this week is a winner go home, but the next two, you have to at least split the next two. Right. I got to split the next two. Hopefully I get my first round pick back this, this week. Um, yeah, true. I was, I was happy to go one and one without him. I, I guess if you look at it that way. You know, Aaron Jones has kind of carried the load for you, um, and you're welcome yeah, for that. I'm, He's I'm been your first round I'm pick. He got the respect and um, is, is now projected over 20 points. Um, they're finally yeah. putting some respect on his name. Um, Boots still has James Conner in his lineup. Um, he's he's uh, still starting Alan Lazard in his lineup. So clearly he hasn't checked in for the week yet. But, you know, I'm assuming he's going to put those, his right players in. And cool. uh, it should, This should be a close game. It's I mean, going to be a close game. I, I'm going to go you, though, Adam, because I really like your – you're going to have Michael Thomas back, mm-hmm. I think. You have a stud running back. Aaron Rodgers playing well. David Montgomery's going to have the backfield all to himself. DK Metcalf is a stud. I'm going with you. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, my receiving core is legit. It is legit. and Especially if, when Thomas is healthy. If Montgomery plays the way that he's been playing, and I, I mean, you saw it towards the end of the game when Foles came in and when Cohen got hurt, that he started to get some catches out of the backfield too. Yep. I mean, Montgomery yep. seems like a good option. Cam Akers has been a disappointment. 
Um, but even if I even if I decide to change it up, Gibson's been good on my bench too. Thanks for that, Will. Yeah, um, I mean, I haven't seen you start him yet. I, so I will. I'll get there. We'll I'll get there eventually. Um, yeah, it's kind of a good week for you to play boots, though, because of Connor being out. He doesn't really have a number two running back. Mark Ingram sucks this year. Yeah. He, he literally has – his only other running back besides Mark Ingram is Latavius Murray. So, it's going to yeah. be – who knows what Boots is going to do this week. Yeah, he but, might um, start a running back. Let's see. All right. So, um, we're, we're going you and Jeff so far. Who are we going to next? We're going to go to your game against Zink. Okay. Um, and this is – I mean – if if it were two two and one teams or a two and one and a three and oh team, this would be the game of the week. But because it's a one and two zinc coming in, it's it's not as it's not as intriguing to me. It'll it's, be a good um, game. It'll be a hard nosed football game. So maybe some it's like an it's like a normal like middle of the pack SEC game. Like you you'll really enjoy the football that's being played. It'll be relatively high scoring, and then but like I, I personally wouldn't go. I'd watch on TV. I wouldn't go. Um, I think <laughs> I think Stink's team is sneakily good. He's getting a little. Uh, the Titans are out, so he doesn't have AJ Brown, who's coming back from injury. We'll see if Chris Carson plays, but he has Zink's his team, backup. Zink's starting lineup is good, but Zink's bench is terrible. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of his bench, but some of that is, you know, handcuff related. Um, he's got a good team. I'm not taking it for granted, um, but I, I really like my starting lineup this week. I'm curious to see what you think. Yeah, I mean, you have Zeke in one of the best matchups he can possibly be in right now, as long as they don't run into Miles Garrett's side. Zeke against Cleveland should go off for, I mean, like, you got to think his floor is 20 points. Right. I mean, hopefully, hopefully every week is for us twenty points. I mean, Matt Ryan's gonna be throwing the ball all, all week, all, all game. You got to think his floor is twenty points. Yeah, I I like having Ryan in my lineup this week because Zinc has Julio. So, mm-hmm. you know, if Julio fucks me over, at least I have a little piece of that. Um, yeah. Um, Kenyon Drake has a really good matchup against Carolina. Uh, Tyreek Hill, I'm a little iffy on against against New England. They've always been good against like good wide receivers, but you never know if Pat Patrick Mahomes. Um, we don't call him Pat. We do not say Pat Mahomes. His name is Patrick. That's very important. Did you know uh, a baby out of wedlock is technically a bastard? What? Because his girlfriend's pregnant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Patrick Mahomes' bastard son. That might be my new friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name. That's a good name. Um, but yeah, uh, but, yeah. I mean, Thielen and, and Henderson. That, that he, you got really good matchups this week. If you look on the other side, I mean, Julio's probably going to score. But like you said, with Matt Ryan, the points kind of balance out. Wilson's going to put up some points. But I mean, I kind of like um, Houston's run defense, and I, I don't know. This is going to be a high scoring game. It's got to be Wilson scares the shit out of me. That's obvious. This um, game is going to be one forty-five to one fifty. I think I think as long as Wilson doesn't put up over thirty-five points, I feel really comfortable about this. But we'll yeah, see. I, I think, think it'll be close you, to. You should feel comfortable because he doesn't really have that much of a flex. That's really it. That's that's where it is. Um, yeah. We'll give this game to you, but I wouldn't give it to you by much. Um, high scoring yeah. game. Um, let's go to Charlie against Parker. 
this game probably would have been the game of the week if the Steelers and the Titans were playing. Yeah, it's getting flexed out of Sunday Night Football, um, putting back at 1 p.m. because Parker is missing half his team. Yeah, yeah, Parker's missing half his team. They did announce that Steelers-Titans is later in the season. It's a bye week for both those teams now. And I didn't realize how heavily Parker relied on these two teams. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny when you look at it. I still think he's fielding a good starting roster. Um, I think McKinnon's still going to get a lot of touches, um, even though he might not start. But, I mean, he's got a great quarterback. Running backs are okay. Receivers are okay. Good tight end. I mean, I, mean I, I would feel pretty good about Parker's chances against anybody but Charlie. Yeah, that that's what I mean. If Charlie – it's kind of good for Parker that it happened on this week because Charlie has an all-star lineup so far this season. Mm-hmm. So he probably wasn't even going to win anyway. But, um, you know, if Charlie has a bad game, Parker – I don't think he's going to score less than 100. Yeah, I mean, it just it, – with Arizona playing against Carolina, it's really tough to see Hopkins and Murray not popping off. It's tough to see their defense not putting up a bunch of points. I mean, lock it against Char- – Charlie has the NFC West. He's got, you know, his quarterback, his tight end, his uh, moster, Hopkins, Lockett, his defense. It's like – he owns the NFC West, and they're off to a good start this season. So Yeah, I do think that Charlie wins this one pretty easily. I think he'll put up, like, 165. He's going to have a big, big week. And, I mean, Parker's going to put up 135, and it's going to be pretty respect- uh, respectable without Henry and Smith, uh, Juju. But he's just not going to be able to do it against Charlie. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think we, we're giving this to Charlie. Yeah, and on the, the game of the week, it, it has to be – Nick against John. In terms of like standings and seeding, I would agree with you. I still think, you know, Charlie and Parker are the top two teams right now. So that's kind of cool on its own. But you're right. In terms of two teams fighting to prove themselves, John and Nick is a pretty good matchup. Yeah, this game has the most intrigue. It, it's a prove it game for Nick because he, he's coming off a bad week. A very bad week. And but- he lost his uh, number one receiver. Right, but, I mean, if you look at, like, he's going to be able to have Keenan Allen, who I think is going to be great with Herbert as the quarterback. I think he's going to continue what he did last week and mm-hmm. and just keep it going. And then CeeDee Lamb as the number two is a little questionable. But, I mean, I if it were me, I would start Darius Slayton in that spot. I don't know. I like, I like CeeDee Lamb. I don't like any Giants players this year, and CeeDee's on a really good offense. So, I, I like it. I mean, it doesn't really matter at that point. Like, he's going to get eight to ten points out of the position, and if he gets more, it's great. If he gets less, it doesn't really matter because the rest of his team is so solid. Yep, true. Uh, but but John, we said it before. He just he knows how to get points, man. He he just gets production from everywhere, every which way. Well, way he's getting a free drafting. flex rental um, with Mike Davis for like five weeks. He's getting an RB one, so that always helps. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough to pick against John. It always has been. It will continue to be hard. But this, this game should come down to the wire, I think. I, I think – I don't – it's – with Nick's top three-point scorers in Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, he can compete with anybody. Yeah, they have high ceilings, but the running backs have kind of been slowing down lately. Um, 
you're right. This is, I think you're right about this being the game of the week because I can't even pick a winner like right now off the top of my head. Um, but I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go with John just because I like his upside with Lamar and Calvin Ridley a lot. I like and, his upside. Uh, I like his upside a lot more than Nick, but his floor is just so much lower with the rookie running backs and the yeah. fuller. You're right. Like it, it's, it's so tough because his team, I mean, they performed well so far, but his team is full of question marks. Yeah, John, John, we, we both like his starting lineup, but he doesn't have, like, almost any depth. Um, Mike Davis, once he goes away, I don't know, you know, I guess he'll throw Hollywood Brown in his flex spot because mm-hmm. J.K. Dobbins sucks right now. Nobody else on his bench is even remotely startable. Yeah. And you're right, you're right about two rookie running backs. Like, what if Robinson slows down? He's on the Jaguars. It's not like a it's not like a running back factory over there. So I don't know how he's going to sustain it, but he's doing a really good job right now. So I'm going to go John. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm just going to pick Nick because I, I want to, Okay. Um, I don't think Nick is going to win, but I, I want to pick him to win because I, I think that would be fun for the sake of the league. Yeah. I think it would too. Um, a nice bounce back effort after, I don't think he broke a hundred last week. Maybe he did, but no, he, didn't. he came up with like ninety-two last week or something like that. All right, I, so yeah, it's gonna be close. I like this game a lot. I'll be following it closely. I do think that this could be one of the best weeks that we've had in terms of games because all of these matchups are pretty even. You're right. I agree with you. I was thinking that before. Nothing is like because all the playoff teams are playing each other. You know, current playoff teams and all the currently out of the playoff teams are playing each other. So. Nothing right. too lopsided right now. Right. This is, this is a big time, like, make or break week for a lot of teams. It, like, I mean, for you guys at two and one, it's not as important per se. But for everyone who's one and two, it's, it's a huge week. You don't want to start one and three. One and three, it's not the worst, but it doesn't look good on the, on the record. Right. Uh, and the standings. I mean, with six teams that make the playoffs, it's, it's okay to go one and three. But yeah. it's – it's really, I mean, if you think about One, it. You need, if you're aiming for a top two position, so you get a first round buy, one and three is really tough. It's yeah, not impossible, can, but it's, it's tough, tough to bounce back and get a buy out of it. You can still make the playoffs, but you can't really set yourself up that much. I would. I'm, I'm getting breaking news. Sorry to interrupt you. Um, apparently, Julio Jones returned to practice, but Calvin Ridley did not practice. So just Ooh. something to monitor. I don't know how hurt he is, but. Yeah, John big. might be in trouble. That would be big. Um, I really – I think that after this week, teams – like, guys will know sort of where their team lies for the rest of the season. So, I think we could see a big trade coming up after this week. I saw yeah. you a small one, but I'm waiting for um, – I'm waiting for John to target a desperate team like he did last year with Jeff. Me. Maybe maybe it's Brian. Maybe it's Jeff again. I'm still uh, waiting to make my yearly trade with John. John yeah. When maybe you it's you. This, when you listen to this, text me. Let's talk. Maybe when you fall to one and three, you're going to be looking to move some guys. Who knows? It's safe to say that if I lose this week and I fall to one and three, everything's everything on the table. I'm I'm gonna. I need a culture change if I go to one. And I'm two. here for that. I'm here for that because it feels like a yearly tradition at this point. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's really depressing. <laughs> it, I, I'm going to say it now. This is going to sound like me complaining a lot, but it is simply unfair 
to the person who came in last the previous year to come in with the tenth pick the next year. I mean, we didn't. I, I liked the ten, I like having tenth pick because I like the back to back, but to to give to have there be no hope in getting a top player in the league to try to. Everyone knows that I'm bad at drafting. Everyone should know that by now. The past couple of years have proved that. I don't. I don't think that's true. I don't know. It, it's just. It's not the way that. Well, we didn't. We didn't just assign it to you. Is how your horse finished. But you're right. It's not perfect. I didn't have well, a. I didn't have a pick in the horse. I got a one hundred to one horse. I'm. Yeah, but that's because you finished last. Last year. I know. I know. I, I understand how we've done the draft order for the past five years. So it's that. not. It's not like completely working against you. It's just. Your horse didn't finish higher than 10. My horse should have ran with three legs. He would have been quicker. <laughs> I'm the, just saying. All I'm saying is when we did it with the home run derby, there was at least like some sort of chance that the lower seed would win because they're competent. But when you do it with animals who are ranked, like, I don't know. There was just no, there was no chance. There was no chance in me putting myself in a position to start off 3-0 this year. All right, well, we hopefully in the future we'll go back to a better thing. No derby this year, but I do like the derby a lot. Um, I like the Kentucky I think, Derby too. I, I think there's a few things we need to talk about in the offseason that we should change, including the waiver priority system. But that's what a topic for another day. I mean, free agent bidding, I would be okay I, going to an offseason. The way this waivers have gone this year, I think that's – clearly a better option right now but we'll see we'll see how the league thinks about it we can ask them too yeah yeah i guess all so. right all, all right. right week four week Big four one. in the books talk to you guys next week hopefully on wednesday we'll see what, actually mm, i'll be in mexico next week we'll see what happens uh, maybe uh recording from wow. the um okay until then love you guys hopefully i don't die